0: Okay. Welcome, everyone. This is In Conversations with Hannah. I'm Hannah Weisberg, editor of The Jewish Woman. And this is in our series of In Conversations, where we have amazing guests to hear about their life. I'm joined tonight with Chava Clark, Chava Cassandra Clark, and Matt, is it Iofi?
1: Iofi. Ayofi.
0: Okay. Mm-hmm. And they're here to tell us how they each found each other at Chabad. Both of them have an incredible story. And um we're gonna start with Chava, Cassandra, will tell us a little about her story and then we'll merge into Matt's story and how this incredible divine providence that brought them both together and brought this couple um to I understand you're both getting you're you're getting married in about a month's time. Is that March twenty sixth, yeah. Wow. We're counting down. Okay. <laughs> so they're getting married very soon. They met at Chabad. They found each other at Chabad and they had though quite a, an interesting trek till they got there. Chava, let's start with you. If you can tell us a little about your story.
2: Yeah. yeah. Um, so I converted about three years ago. Um, I did two conversions. Actually, I did a conservative and then, um, and then found my way to an orthodox conversion. And I would say my conversion process was a very positive experience. And I ended up moving to Brooklyn. Um, What made you decide to
0: convert to Judaism? What pulled you?
2: Yeah, um, so when I was younger, I had an experience where I got really sick, like heart disease. And um, I was about, from the time I was 12 to 13. And then I almost died, but um, I'm just laughing because it's a little bit uncomfortable. Um, But I made it through and, um, and the doctor who ended up like diagnosing my condition and he specialized in uh in like childhood heart disease he was jewish he was from south africa and then i remember reading more about judaism but i didn't realize that people converted to judaism or switch religions at all and i remember <laughs> having these thoughts about because i mean i had just been through this like experience you know and I had these thoughts about like, you know, life and meaning and just God and like, how, like what it all means. And so you were, I, you were pretty young. You were 12, 13 at the time, you said.
0: Yeah. And I, I guess your experience made you really think about life a lot more than a normal 12 year old would think, would think about <laughs> it.
2: <laughs> yeah, especially because I was home a lot. So I, um, cause I couldn't go to school. So I had a lot of time to just like think. Sure. And, And from the time I was little, I did certain things that, like, for example, like not eating cheeseburgers or pork meatballs, like Mm -hmm. things like that, um, that like looking back, it was kind of like, okay, like something was always there. So you don't Um, know why you just felt that need to not to avoid those foods? Yeah. Um, There were other things that I ate, like I didn't grow up keeping kosher, but like specific things, I would be like, oh, like, I'm not going to touch that, (laughs) you know? Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. And then eventually in high school, I started looking into other religions and really got like exposed to other things. And I was interested in Judaism because I had my experience and then I also had a Jewish art teacher. And I am an artist so I spent a lot of time in the art room and we just talked a lot about religion and everything. And then my mom actually suggested I look into converting to Judaism. So <laughs> she wow. probably always saw something there, so.
0: Uh-huh. So how does your family think of, how do they relate to your the fact that you converted?
2: Yeah, they're really accepting of it, um, which is really good because I think my process would have been a lot more difficult emotionally if they were upset or because I'm very close to my family. So I was really happy that they supported. And yeah. So what, what did you find about Judaism
0: that you found so inspirational that you felt like you wanted to change? I mean, you've basically changed your whole lifestyle around. Yeah. <laughs> you're, you're observant now, you keep Shabbat, you keep ko- kosher, you keep all the laws. What made you feel the need to completely change around your whole like what what inspired you?
2: Yeah, so at first I was what drew me in at first was kind of the things that draw people to any religion I think, like, you know, relationship with God and um like love for God and all of that. And then what drew me to Judaism specifically was a few things. Like part of it was um, like the mitzvahs I really loved. And also I, I wanted to join a religion that I felt I could, I don't know how to describe it. Like a religion that I felt that I, would be happy, like, being the, like, trying to be an ideal, like, in Christianity, the ideal Catholic is someone who's a nun, who's, like, gonna mm-hmm. kind of be by themselves, and I, um, and I wanted, like, I was, like, if I'm gonna be part of something, I want to do it right, I guess, <laughs> um, and, um, what was I gonna say, sorry, I, yeah, I just got interested in specific mitzvahs at first and then became interested in other things. And, you know, some things that were hard to understand at first, I just kind of studied them more and um
0: yeah. Wow. Interesting. Is there a special mitzvah that you relate to the most or that you, that you like the most?
2: Uh, so I really like lighting Shabbat candles and What else? I like Sneas Um, and I've started getting into. Sneas for
0: our readers is modesty because some of our listeners might not understand. (laughs) (laughs) Oh,
2: And I've recently gotten into baking challah myself, Um, like Uh trying to get into the habit because usually I just buy it and, you know, since I'm getting married, I want to start making it more. Wow. It's interesting. You said you liked Judaism because the ideal
0: of marriage is something that it's not like the ideal of being a nun or being a priest being alone but you had no idea at that point that you would meet your wonderful uh, future (laughs) Matt.
2: yeah so yeah I. I, was sorry Mm
0: -hmm. so let's hear a little about that matt you want to tell us a little about your your story and then how you the two you can both talk about how the two of you met
1: sure so i'm from i'm from a russian background uh you know, as many many people, you know, from a, a Russian background. Um, I'm from a you know very secular family. I was an only child. Um, I didn't.
0: Were you um, born in Russia, or you were born? I was born in-,
1: in I was born in the U.S. I was born. My father was not um, not Jewish. Um, yeah. My mother's family is as secular as you know. They basically come. We didn't really have much in the way. We we knew we were Jewish, and we understood we were Jewish, and we understood that meant something. We didn't quite know what it meant. Mm-hmm. Um, And we didn't really, we weren't observant in any, you know, traditional sense of that word. Like, Mm -hmm. I mean, you know, to me, you know, I knew the the holidays. I didn't know what the holidays meant. You know, I just knew, you know, Jews celebrate these holidays and we're Jews, but I didn't connect to them really in any way. Mm
0: -hmm. Um, And when did that change?
1: And so I was, Mm -hmm. I was about 23 or 24 when I got a job at a bank. It was located in Park Slope which is relatively close to Crown Heights. So, you know, I had some Chabad customers, you know, and uh, they would um, occasionally invite me, you know, for sh- for Shabbat, because I, I, I look Jewish, I have a Jewish last name. So they would, uh, you know, occasionally, hey, you know, why don't you come over for Shabbat? I was like, well, why am I going to come over to this guy's house? I don't even know him, you know. I right. uh, don't know anything more about him than his name. Like, would, why is this weirdo inviting me to his house? I never really <laughs> connected to it. You right, know, but uh, yeah, that sounds
0: and, strange. Just come over to my house, ask yeah, me yeah. Me. A Chavez, <laughs> I a child, and it's like, what? Right. You know?
1: And um, but it, it turned out that um, somebody had asked me, uh, the family, the Weissfishes had asked me, uh, Nakam, what may or may not have been a client there, um, <laughs> 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 but at any rate, um, so. He uh, he invited me. It was at that time. It was going to be um, Pesach, and I'd never celebrated. It hit me that I'd never celebrated Pesach. I didn't really know much about Pesach. I mean, I knew you you ate matzah and drank wine, but that's all I knew about it. I didn't know what the meaning of it was. I didn't know the story of Pesach. I didn't know anything about the the plates and all the 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 food that belongs on it. It was all like a mystery to me. Um, so it was just kind of, I guess, curiosity, or you know, that that led me to just kind of on instinct. I I said, <laughs> yes, sure, I'd like to, I'd love to come, okay. you know, and 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 celebrate with you. So I come up there, and and uh, you know, originally, it, initially, it's a, it's a heck of an experience because it's like, okay, like imagine somebody, you know, I'd never really didn't know anything about Judaism, and here I'm coming into this house. There's pictures of the Rebbe everywhere. that Had. <laughs> At that time, now they have 11 kids. They had nine then. Oh, wow. Uh, and so wow. this was like nine kids to me was like some. Did you know
0: that when you went there? <laughs> uh,
1: I knew they had a lot of kids. I didn't know the exact number.
0: Right.
1: Um, so, but, but just to see it, you know, like nine kids. Yeah. I had a friend growing up. He had he had three siblings. So I got four kids. And I go over there for dinner sometimes. And four kids, a lot of kids. You know, right. so that was my understanding of what a large family was. So. Okay.
0: So four it kids was, never never nine it was it was
1: intense you know it was like it were. the the, rabbi, the the pictures of the rabbis all the rabbis you know that they had pictures of and you know and and all of the scripture and all of the um and, and and so many kids at the table it was kind of like a it was an incredible experience but it was a very meaningful emotional experience for me because i i didn't know even know about all the foods that belong on the plate and all of that. I didn't know any of the prayers. I didn't know the questions the kids were supposed to ask. I never went through that. I didn't mm-hmm. even know that's kind of what a, a Seder looks like. And right. so I started to think like, this is something that I want to connect to. I mean, I'm Jewish. If you'd ask me, I would have told you I was Jewish, right? But I didn't know, really know anything about Judaism. I didn't know about the, you know, my heritage, the religion that I would have identified with. So I, I caught a bug then. I started to come every Shabbat, um, and I, at that time, I was working in a bank, you know, bankers' hours are inflexible, so at that time, I was working on Saturdays. I would come on Friday nights, I would stay till Saturday morning, and then I would leave Saturday morning, and go to work, and so that was, went on. stayed over
0: by their, in their house. Yeah,
1: and they let me, they, and the morning, I would just leave and go to work, and this went on for about six or so months mm-hmm. until I wound up get, getting a different job. I, I wound up um, a job came through for the city and mm-hmm. then the city is much more, you know, accommodating. So, you know, they were no problem. You want to keep Shabbos, just, you know, we'll, we'll, work around your schedule. You'll work more this day or, you know, we'll make it work. So, um, mm-hmm. so I was able to, you know, find a schedule that worked. So I was able to keep Shabbos and I was able to, you know, I gradually went to keeping, you know, full Shabbos and mm-hmm. I wound up, I've been going, I've been keeping Shabbos for you know, four or five years now.
0: Wow. Amazing. So it all started with being invited to a Passover Seder. Yes. Yes. And then afterwards being invited Friday night for their meal. I guess you got close to them that you felt comfortable to stay by them. Yes. Yeah. They had
1: a, they had a, they had a basement I could stay in and, um, you know, and they they kept me there a very long time. And it's kind of very interesting how um, how Hava and I's path kind of intersected a little bit a long time before we actually met. It had turned out, that was a few years ago, it had turned out that um, the fish's oldest daughter had had a child. Um, so they have two married daughters now. Um, their oldest daughter had a child, so I couldn't stay. They had to give her the basement um, mm-hmm. and her husband. So I, they couldn't um, host me anymore. And at that time, they had a, a friend, um, Hesky uh, Siegel, who, um, uh, was, he had a a spare, um, room in his, uh, spare bed in his basement. And he, uh, you know, told me I'm welcome to stay there. And I wound up staying there with him for every Shabbos for almost a year. Um, and at that time, um, he knew, um, how it was just the beginning of her, uh, conversion, uh, (laughs) process. And he had me in mind for her, so he kept hyping me up. She, she worked in his classroom, so he kept, you know, hyping me up to her. She um, worked but,
2: in where? She worked. Chava, you worked where? Um, we taught together. So um, mm-hmm. Rabbi Siegel was the head teacher, and then I was his assistant. Oh wow! Okay.
1: Yeah. So and- so he, apparently he was he was hyping me up and. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, but it, it at that time it didn't turn out. You know, I guess I've decided that she wasn't really ready. You know, at that point in time to date. Yeah. So how long
0: ago was that? About um, four years yeah, ago.
1: Three
2: four
0: years. Yeah. 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 Um, okay. So you decided you weren't ready to date. You I guess you wanted to get yeah. more stable on well, what you were doing.
2: Yeah. Well, I was also in the conversion process, and I just didn't think it was the best idea. Right. Um, that and sense. then when we get, yeah. And then <laughs> when we got engaged, um, Rabbi Siegel was like, so happy. He was like, I've thought of this for years. <laughs> like, oh, wow! <laughs> I think we both texted him separately.
1: Yeah, we like, did. Uh, and actually he, he came up with his wife to our Lahaim actually. yeah. yeah it was
0: nice. Wow. Yeah. So how did you actually both meet? Let, let's hear that.
1: Um, that was at the Chabad of Brooklyn college. Okay. Um, it had turned out I was learning, um, the, uh, I'm undertaking to learn the entire um, Kitzer Shulchan um, Wow, I, that's the whole yeah, code George, of yours the law Russo that I met on. I met on Jay date. On <laughs> <and> Jaynet. <J-Net. laughs> uh, yeah. Um. And he uh had just kind of offhandedly he knew the so just
0: for our 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 viewers. What is Jay? Tell us a little about jnet
1: So jnet is wonderful. Um, it's an organization where, like, you can, if you're interested in learning anything, I mean, basically, for anything from, you know, more advanced stuff to just the Hebrew alphabet, anything, um, you can, you know, express your interest, and they will set you up with, um, you know, somebody that, you know, will volunteer to teach you. Um, and it's truly tremendous. Um, how I learned to read um, Hebrew phonetically. And then I, I decided that I wanted to learn the I reached out and they were able to set me up with somebody that I'm able to learn with every week. And it's just tremendous.
0: Know.
1: Yeah. Tremendous uh, things that they do.
0: So how long have you been learning with JNet?
1: On and off a few years now.
0: Wow. Amazing. When something,
1: you know, I kind of ship bug for something. Like I really wanted to learn to read Hebrew phonetically. Um, you know, what are the, I can, I can, you know, I just wanted to be able to say it in Hebrew, you know, sure. at least the Shema something, you know, wow. be able to read the Hebrew letters and say it. And then you know, I learned, I learned to read Hebrew and then, um, I, uh, really wanted to go through the entire, um, Kitsar And so, you know, I'm undertaking to do that. That's going to take some time. Beautiful. But, um, yeah so i so i'd i he'd mentioned to me he knew um the rabbi at the Habad there at Brooklyn college so he said so you're,
0: you're a JNet partner you're yeah. the person you were studying with yes. mentioned that uh-huh. he
1: mentioned the the Habad at Brooklyn College, why don't you go check it out He knew the um the rabbi over there um rabbi Rachik. so he said oh you know i will I'll, I'll put in a good word for you why don't you just come down see what it's about? you might meet some people your age um so I showed up there and, um, actually at the, at the event, I ran into an old friend from, um, from high school,
0: um, small world.
1: and yeah, small, I hadn't seen her since, you know, in over a decade and, you know, we were, we were like really, you know, you know, catching up and, um, she had uh, mentioned to me that there was going to be another event, you know, coming up and she was going to be there. So she asked me if I wanted to come uh so so sure so we i wound up going with her to that event and then there was at that event i learned that there was going to be a sukkot meal coming up and so then i went with her to the sukkot meal and that's actually where i met hava at that first uh yeah the first night so
0: how come you were there what what made you come
2: yeah so i so I usually go to Habad for holidays and stuff like that mm-hmm. um, because, you know, I, I don't have Jewish family, so it's, you know, I'm not like going home. Um, mm-hmm. And so, yeah, so that's why I was there and they also live like really close by to me. And I almost didn't go that night. I remember. <laughs> and, um, and then I saw Matt and I, kind of new, I don't know, like, um, and yeah, so, and also, um, Anessa, our friend um, who was there that night, you know, Matt's old friend from high school, um, me and her are, like, good friends now, so, yeah. yeah, yeah, wow.
1: Yeah, she was, she was our shot hun, she was encouraging us yeah, to, 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 us to, 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 get, to, to get together, Yeah. yeah.
0: And then you told that, that first person who thought of it, who did you, what did you say? His name was Seagal? Rabbi Seekal?
1: Yeah.
0: He told him and he was so happy that he had thought of it originally. <laughs> yeah,
2: Cause I texted him. Um, Cause we like kept in touch like me and him and his wife. And I was like, Oh, like, you know, I'm engaged. This is the guy. And he was like, Oh, I have to talk to you right away. And, I, and then I got worried honestly. <laughs> <'cause laughs> yeah. not think. And then he was really happy. So.
0: <laughs> wow. Incredible. So tell us what, what your future looks like. You're, you're getting married in a few, in a few weeks time. Yeah. yeah.
2: <laughs> and, and what, what would you like, like, what do you see for your future? So I'm finishing grad school, um, and hopefully find a job. I'm going for art education and, you know, also hopefully children. (laughs) Yeah, we definitely (laughs) want kids. Yeah, Yeah. amazing. Yeah. 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 And we'd like to host people too, um, here, so in Brooklyn.
1: It, yeah, it, meant, it always meant a lot to me all the times I was in, in um, Crown Heights. It's a, like a unique experience, like somebody that, you know, you don't <laughs> really even know that. Well, hey, come over, you know, let's have, you know, come over for a meal. Like, um, you know, oh, you need a place to stay? Sure. You know, you can stay on my couch, that sort of thing. It's something that's sort of uniquely Jewish. And I really want to like, give back in that sense. Like if we have, you know, a, some somebody can stay here, I, I certainly want to host people who can stay here, host people, you know, for Shabbat on like, a, you know, kind of an open Shabbos table type of thing. Mm-hmm. We'd like to host people because we kind of want to give back. I always felt very strongly that, you know, I was so impressed by all the people that, you know, out of the goodness of their heart, you know, put me up or, yeah. um, you know, or had a, uh, or or just a meal, you know, and all the wonderful experiences I had from that. So I definitely want to share that you know yeah. and i know from personal experience it's not easy you know i living with my mom then um um she didn't keep Shabbos. so it's obviously very difficult yeah. you know if you're if you're at home and she's turning lights on and off and you know going about her day of course um, you that know so it's, very hard. it's very difficult yeah so but fortunately um you know i've had um been fortunate that i was able to buy a condo um and Amazing. able to stay here at Shabbasim and uh and and now cassie's gonna be moving in pretty soon so
0: oh wow yeah wow what is what is your what does your mom think about your your change in lifestyle matt um
1: well you know like most it's it's a little bit hard for her like most russian really? jews you know they don't have much of a religious connection to judaism
0: mm-hmm. uh,
1: you know like i for instance my mom my grandmother even my grandmother's parents you know were not um, you know, they really weren't religious in any way. But if you go back, you know, my grandmother's grandparents were religious, and her, and their parents were religious, and their parents were religious. So for I'm for sure there very, was a
0: rabbi like, in there. Yeah, for, <laughs> for
1: centuries, you know, sure. they were very reli- they were very religious. It's only relatively recently, you know, that right. uh, like whenever I put on to fill in, it it really hits me that like somebody the the connection to my ancestry. I'm like there's no doubt, hundreds and hundreds of years ago in some village in Russia or Belarus, um, an ancestor of mine was putting on and saying these same prayers and with putting on tefillin that looked a lot like these.
0: It's and incredible. that's really,
1: very powerful, yeah.
0: Really incredible. Wow, yeah. that's really something. Um, you, you, you said you're planning on having children. What do you wanna teach your children when you have these children, God willing? What do you want them to know that you didn't know?
1: Um, I want them to grow up with a sense that they're Jewish and that um, they all the wonderful history that, that Judaism has. I'd like them to know the the meaning of it, which yeah. I didn't really know growing up. I'd like them to you know learn Torah and um, you know and, and 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 know the mitzvot. Hopefully, keep the mitzvot, but at the very mm. least, know the mitzvot. You know. Right. Um, and uh, yeah, just the uh, most important thing to impart is how is is the the, the heritage and the history, um, and how long you know, um, how many generations back you know our family has been Jewish. It's truly right. incredible.
0: Wow, that's something. So it, it's interesting that you met at, you met each other at Chabad. Do you think that other people find each other at Chabad? Other people find their soulmates at Chabad?
2: Sure, I think so. Yeah. I think. I've heard that some Chabad houses have like a Met at Chabad wall. The one at Brooklyn College is a newer Chabad. So I don't think. Maybe I think it. we might be the first edition, but I uh, <laughs> yeah. have
1: been to other or heard of other Chabads where they have a whole wall of people who yeah. have met there. Yeah.
0: Amazing. Yeah.
1: And they do um, such a good job organizing events that certainly people, you know, yeah. meet there. Um They do a great job of like, you know, Chabad. One of the wonderful things about Chabad is, 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 the outreach and everything that they do for outreach for like, you'll see at these about events, it'll be anything from, you know, from people, you know, been from, for a very long time or since birth. um, And then people who really are new to Judaism and just sort of exploring. So you will run the whole gamut at these events.
0: Wow. Beautiful. Um, Is there anything that you want to give advice to other people who are maybe going on your journey, uh, both of you, like on the irrespective journeys um, of what they should you know, I'm sure there's times that it's been challenging. I'm sure there's times that it was, you weren't sure where you were going. Would you like to give any advice to people who might be on that journey right now who are watching this?
2: Um, which journey, the becoming religious or.
0: Yeah. And converting whichever, you know, whichever part of it you'd like to address.
2: Yeah, I would, the advice I would give, I would say to not give up and I always felt like during my conversion process right when it was like okay everything's falling apart nothing's gonna work out was the exact moment that hashem would just pull everything together (laughs) um like when i met with my with the based in the final meeting um they didn't get back to me for like a week and i so in my head i was like oh my god it's not gonna work out and then and then at the end, everything happened so fast, um, hmm. which is also kind of like yeah. when I met Matt, I was like, <laughs> I was a little bit like, OK, I guess I'm not getting married. It's OK. And then <laughs> like and then I met Matt yeah. the same year. So <laughs> yeah. So
0: well, why did you think you weren't going to get married? You, you just didn't know?
2: Um, I just wasn't sure if there was. I don't know, like dating can be a little bit, it's it's weird. It's like a lonely process, even though you're meeting so many people. Sure. Um, and And I guess after, well, it's hard, it's also hard to date when like when you converted, it can be hard. So I was just a little bit like, okay, like I don't know if there's anyone out there for me. And eventually I was like, you know, I'm leaving it up to God i guess that's the advice i would give is like you know like try do your best but at the end of the day it's god does what he's gonna do you know yeah Yeah. sounds like you have a lot
0: of faith and trust in god thank you sounds like he really led you to the right the right places in the right times yeah (laughs) matt what about you what would your advice be
1: there are so many tremendous resources that are available to you. Um, so just, you know, if you're interested to learn something, there's Jeanette. If you're, um, you know, you know, if you want to, you know, if you want to meet Jewish people, show up at your, at any shul and just, yeah. you know, say that, you know, just, just to tell people like, you know, I'm new to Judaism. you will be inundated with, you will have so many in- invitations to meals. You won't know you'll, you'll your, your, your calendar will be full. Um, there's, you know and 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 get to know you know a family or families and it's a tremendous resource whenever like I have a you know question or something's on my mind um to be able to have you know a few families that I can talk to about it uh, it's really tremendous uh you know just uh, so many there's so many possibilities out there and and it, there's no place I've ever been to that's as welcoming as as a bod. and it really doesn't matter what stage you're in um you know you can always find resources and find people who can help to guide you
0: beautiful thank you so Chava told us what her her favorite mitzvah is what what's yours Matt
1: to fill in for sure because I you know when I worked um at the bank it was very close to the uh to the Chabad of uh, Park Slope and so they would send someone every Friday um to uh to put on to fill in and it was something I really looked forward to. I'd be, you know, sitting there and thinking, when, is, when are the Tefillin uh, people going to come, you know? Uh, and so then when I um, was no longer working at the bank and I was working for the city and I was no longer in a location where I'm close to a Chabad, and I wasn't putting on Tefillin, I, I noticed, sense some kind of a, you know, hole, something's missing on, you know, from my routine, you know? So then I got my own Tefillin, and now I'm going to put on my own Tefillin. So it's really... Um, and it's, it's just tremendous to think about like how long people have been using to fill in, how long Jews have been using to fill in look just like this, you know, oh, uh, sure. saying the same prayers, you know, it's, it's actually really incredible. It was one of my, um, greatest experiences was, um, being in, in Israel, um, at the wall and just thinking about all the, when at, at Shabbos for the dancing and I'm just kind of like dancing with all these people. I don't know them. Right. Uh, they all look, they're all from different countries that a lot of them don't speak my language, don't look like me, but we're all just sort of dancing because we're, yeah. we're Jewish. You know, it, it's really something uh, tremendous. It's
0: an incredible yeah. bond. Wow.
1: Anybody. Yeah. And I would certainly say to anybody, um, I would recommend Birthright was a life-changing yeah. experience for both of us, I would say.
0: Yeah, You were so, both at so. Birthright. Yeah.
1: yeah. So I, Birthright was where I had my bar mitzvah. Yeah. I remember I my mitzvah. yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. So tell us about I, that. I didn't let, let's hear about that. Um, How old were you at, at, on your birthright trip?
1: I was 25.
0: 25, and you had your bar mitzvah.
1: I had my bar mitzvah. The rabbi had asked, um, you know, anyone here, you know, this is an auspicious place, you know, to have a bar mitzvah. So is, is there anyone here who hasn't had a bar mitzvah? And like probably half the boys' hands went up.
0: Mm-hmm. Um,
1: wow. And um, And so I was, you know, really having a bar mitzvah and it's going to be you know it's going to be, be at the wall it's like really you know so I, I i researched uh names for a very long time you know and uh and i had it was a really truly really special experience to have my permits in israel and then i had a bris probably a few years after that
0: whoa uh, Wow.
1: Yeah, not the whole, not the whole, not the whole. Right. So I had a, I had a, br- I had a brist when I was, um, you know, I had a circumcision when I was in the hospital, you know, as an infant, but I never had the whole, you know, I never, it wasn't a, a proper brist. So I, I, you know, at, at 27, I went through with like a, you know, the proper brist. You know, in wow. Terms.
0: Incredible. And, and how long was that till you met? How many years ago was that till you now? That. So
1: I was I'm I'm 30 now, so I went on birthright five years ago. I wow. about two years ago, so yeah, okay. I'd say I was a, been observant for about five years now.
0: Wow, incredible! Chava, you also found that your trip to Israel was uh, unbelievable.
2: Yeah, I um, my first trip to Israel, I went on birthright, mm-hmm. and I had my bat mitzvah there. And mm-hmm. we, my trip, we did it on top of um, Masada. Mm-hmm. it's really cool yeah. and um and i also got to like choose my hebrew name and what made I, you choose Hava? yeah it has um it has meanings of like life and um and also like Hava in the bible was like mother to like all life which i always found really cool like um I would say I'm a very like nurturing person it just kind of fit me Mm -hmm. and then um and then I chose the middle name Esther um after my grandma because both of the names mean star or like light like things like that Mm um yeah so
0: wow interesting Matt what name did you choose
1: uh, tzedek, and kind of the same thing. I, I was looking, and I, I sort of just—I I was reading attendant stories, and this story just, just sort of, you know, uh, spoke to me. Um, I thought I gave it a lot of thought. Um, mm-hmm. I even called my mom and I asked if there were any Hebrew names in my family. Unfortunately, she didn't know what a Hebrew name was, but <laughs> <Okay>. um, <laughs> but I gave it a lot of thought, and I just decided on a on a name that sort of meant something to me, just because justice is kind of—I think—the ultimate virtue. And Absolutely. What a beautiful important. name. Yeah. So,
0: Chava and Sedek, Beautiful. Thank you so much for sharing your story. You know, it's it's interesting because there's so many little details of your story of, you know, people that you met, Chava, the doctor that you met or the teacher you had, Sedek, uh, you know, the, the putting on tefillin, the guys who came around to put on tefillin, inviting you for the Pesach Seder, the Passover Seder, or then, you know, the Shabbat. Yeah. It, it just makes you realize that all of our encounters with people around us are so significant, you know, and that this could really change a person's whole perspective and a whole, a whole, the whole journey of their lives. It could be completely transformed because of yeah. our encounters. And I guess that's what's so special about what you want to do in, in, terms of inviting people to your home yeah. and passing that on to, to others. Yeah. Wow. Incredible. Okay, thank you both so much for joining us tonight. This is again, a- <laughs> and I'm joined with Chava and Sedek. And we want to wish you only good things in building a Bayit Naaman Israel, a, a, a wonderful home in, in, in the Jewish people, a Jewish home and uh, success with your marriage and your upcoming marriage and success in building a Jewish home together. Amen. This was beautiful. Thank you. Thank you so much for joining us. Good night, night, everyone.